Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 284 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for your word that we learn more about you every day. Help us receive the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Matthew chapter 17. Jesus takes his best three men up the mountain for an experience, an experience that would change them forever. He was transfigured before their eyes. His face became as bright as the sun and his clothing as white as light. And if that weren't enough, Moses and Elijah appeared. These men knew Moses because everyone did in those days. Moses was the principal of their faith because he had been given the law, and here he was on the mountain with their teacher. Elijah was also present, the prophet of old. Peter knew this was really big stuff. He started talking about making three booths for them. And then, if it couldn't get any more miraculous, God spoke out of the cloud. He told them he loved his son and instructed them to listen to him. The disciples became extremely fearful. I imagine we would have too. Jesus told them they'd need this experience later when it was their turn to teach and preach. I love that the Lord equips us for his service. This was part of their equipping, even though they didn't really know it at the time. Let us know and believe the Lord is equipping us. We may not recognize it, but he uses every experience to equip us for his use. There is nothing wasted in his economy. Then Jesus helps a boy with epilepsy. His disciples were unable to cast out the demon, but Jesus was more than able. He told the disciples that this kind of demon does not go out except by prayer and fasting. A great lesson for us. When we are unable to deal with the difficulties that plague us, there is something more that we can do. I love the last two verses of our chapter where Jesus tells Peter to go fishing and find a shekel in the mouth of a fish. He was to take it and give it to pay the temple tax for them both. Jesus shows us to pay what is due. He also shows us he will provide. Let's see what Paul is writing Titus in chapter 2. Lots of golden nuggets of wisdom in this chapter. Paul tells Titus to teach the people to be self-controlled and patient, not slaves to alcohol. Addictions steal our best lives from us, and they hold us captive. So instead of being held by God, addictions hold us. Let us pray God delivers us from everything that keeps us from him and his best for us. Paul gives separate instructions for men, women, young men, and bond servants. All of this advice is sound and could be taken by us as well. It may seem difficult to follow everything he writes about, but in verse 12 he says, For the grace of God, his unmerited favor and blessing has come forward, appeared for the deliverance from sin and the eternal salvation for all mankind. We have help. In fact, Paul writes God's grace helps us reject ungodliness and live upright and spiritually whole lives. Let us lean into the Lord and allow his Holy Spirit to lead and guide us into godly living. Let's see what Jeremiah is prophesying in chapter 11. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah as the word was to the Israelites when they were brought out from Egypt. God said, Listen to my voice and do according to all that I command you, so you will be my people and I will be your God. But the Israelites didn't listen to God and the people he was talking to didn't either. The Lord desired them to be his. He desired to bless them as he had promised. They were far from him, so he could not. In fact, he instructs Jeremiah to not pray for them because he will not even hear their prayers. because their prayers are mixed with prayers to idols. The people even turned against Jeremiah and threatened to kill him. 
Jeremiah prays for safety for himself, and the Lord promises to punish these people for their sins. In chapter 12, Jeremiah asks God why the rich prosper. The land was still desert-like because it had been without rain. So there were very poor people who struggled for food, mixed with wealthy people who lived in plenty. Jeremiah didn't understand the prosperity of the wicked. But everything is done according to God's purpose and his timing. The Lord questions Jeremiah. He tells them the timing isn't right yet and asks him if he can endure until the end. He needs to toughen up to withstand all that is coming. God tells him to not believe all the fortunes he hears about because they will soon be destitute. The invasion will come and everything and everyone will be destroyed. But after that time, God will come and rescue his people. Verse 15 says, And after I have plucked them up, I will return and have compassion on them and will bring them back again, every man to his heritage and every man to his land. In fact, he will be gracious to every nation that learns his ways and bows down to him. May we continue to learn about him and give him all the reverence due him. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 103. It is rich with blessings and praise to the Lord. Almost every line is underlined in my Bible. Please take your time as you go through this psalm and write down the promises here. If you don't have time to do it now, tag it in some way so you can go back and read this over and over again. Verse 5 references one of my favorite verses in Isaiah, Isaiah 40, 31. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. Again, I love how our readings collide with one another. King David knew the power of God and he writes about it so eloquently in this psalm. Verse 11 has been made into a contemporary praise and worship song. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Verse 11 depicts God as a father who loves and pities his children. Yes, we are loved, we are forgiven, we are seen, we are known, and we are made by the Almighty God himself. Let us offer reverence to him. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for all that you do for us and all that you are. We praise you, Father, for allowing us to come close to you. Almighty God, the great I am. Help us receive all that you have for us, Father, your love, your mercy, your comfort, your grace, your forgiveness. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.